Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Capital Chats. I'm your host, Michelle Johnson. Today, we want to go over the governor's proposed budget, specifically her proposed spending on education. So who better to help us with the details than IASB's school finance expert, Sean Snyder. You all know Sean, and we're happy to announce that he has a new partner in crime, Jan miller Hook. Her previous experience will be a great asset to IASB moving forward. So Jan, can you tell us a little about yourself and how you got into the world of school finance? Sure, I'd be happy to. On a personal note, I'm married to Tracy Hook, a longtime educator. He was an industrial arts teacher, AD, high school principal, basketball coach, and served two districts as interim superintendent. We have one daughter, Summer, that's a veterinarian. She's married to a finance manager, John, and we have two grandsons, Hayden and Hudson Weber, that attend Urbandale schools. My hobbies, we follow all the kids' activities, of course. Family is important to me. Friends are important to me. And Harley rides. Love the summertime weather. On the personal experience side, after college, I worked as a bank auditor and also as Harrison County Magistrate. Before moving into school finance, my experience was controller at Southwestern Community College, followed by assistant vice president of finance at Simpson College. My husband was reviewing the classified ads in the Des Moines Register, which is something that educators all used to do back in the day. And he ran across an ad that was for director of business services at West Des Moines. And he said that was perfect for me. I wasn't looking for a job. He was. But I looked at it, thought it was worth looking into. And uh, that's how my public education career began. I've worked in public education now for about 20 years serving both West Des Moines, Urbandale, and then the last 14 plus years at Johnston as a CFO for that district. Public education has definitely been the most challenging work of all of my past experiences, but also the most rewarding work. And I'm happy to be here at ISB where I can continue work in public education and helping districts. Well, we are certainly happy to have you as well. Governor Kim Reynolds outlined her budget priorities in her condition of the state address on January 11th. And this included her proposal for a 2.5% increase in supplemental state aid. So, Sean, what does that SSA rate translate to in terms of an actual dollar amount? And then how does that compare to last year? So the 2.5% represents a per pupil increase. And that's important for folks to remember is it's not going to increase budgets by 2.5%. It's just the per pupil funding amount. So... 2.5% is going to be $181 increase in each district's cost per pupil. The state cost per pupil is going to move from $7,227 up to $7,408 based on the governor's recommendation. Additionally, this is going to cost the state general fund about $154 million to fund this 2.5%. But the one thing that people need to keep in mind is last year during the last legislative session, they enacted Senate File 619, and that was a tax bill that did a variety of things. But one of the things it did do is it reduced or eliminated the commercial and industrial replacement payment for school districts. That amount is about $60 million. But they also did a revenue neutral thing by increasing the foundation level to 88.4%. So roughly that was a wash at the state level in the area of about $60 million. So really we need to factor that amount into our current estimate for fiscal year 23. So even though the school aid formula amount on the state general fund is going to be $154 million, we need to back that $60 million out. So really we take a look at the overall net impact and that's roughly about $95.2 million. Uh, Remember last year the rate was set at finalized at 2.4%. 
and the school aid cost was roughly about $20 million. But again, that was really related to the COVID issue and the drop in enrollment. So districts would see a larger increase in the overall state aid amount, but the overall rate is pretty similar to what last year was. This also impacts the transportation funding. So the governor's recommendation did include about a $700,000 increase in the transportation equity aid as well. And the governor did not address the per pupil equity increase. I'm sure the legislature will be taking a look at that separately. Always something to keep an eye on. So Jan, can you remind us why school district enrollment is so important when it comes to funding? Yes, enrollment is the major driver in the state funding formula as funds are allocated per certified enrollment count, as, as Sean had just mentioned. And it doesn't matter if your district is increasing or declining. It's so important once you know the SSA and comparing with your enrollment to make those major budget decisions. So while the governor can give her budget recommendations, the legislature has to draft and pass the actual bills, which can be and often are different than what the governor is proposing. So by no means are these recommendations from the governor the final numbers that we'll see at the end of session. So the overall budget and SSA have always been two separate bills, with SSA generally being the first bill passed and signed each session. And Jan, why is it important for SSA to be decided so early in the legislative session? It's very important as, as districts are developing their budgets, negotiating with their unions uh, and reviewing staffing. It, it's a delicate balance to match the staffing needs with increased costs, the health, ins health insurance increased costs while still being competitive and also retaining staff. As we've seen, there are shortages across the districts in all areas. So it's very important to have this information very soon so that you don't have to play the what if game and put all the preliminary different scenarios together. You can actually make good decisions made that are based on accurate, good information. And there is a statute that provides a timeline for setting SSA. So Sean, can you give us the details of that law? And then when is the deadline this year for the legislature to set SSA? Yes, the statute requires that the legislature or the supplemental state aid, state percent of growth rate be set and enacted within 30 days of the governor's budget recommendation. So she gave her address yesterday. So the 30 day limit, I believe, would be February 9th. They should have that whole bill signed by the governor, whatever they pass, should be enacted by February 9th. Unfortunately, the legislature has not met the timeline since the 2009 legislative session, so we're hopeful that they will change that course and get it set on time this, this year. We can always hope this will be the year they do it on time. And that deadline is one of the reasons why we at IASB planned our annual day on the Hill for February 1st this year. So it's in advance of that deadline. This provides the chance for you to advocate personally with your legislators to set a sufficient SSA rate and then as well as our other top priorities. And it takes all of us to make that difference. So please register for our day on the Hill on our website today. Thanks to Sean and Jan for joining us probably will not be the last time we come to you for insight on school finance issues throughout the session. Be sure to read ISB's board briefs email each Friday for timely legislative updates and bill summaries. So thanks for listening, everyone. Mm -hmm.